You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Live Free Now show, 100th episode edition. Super excited to have you joining us today. Wow, 100 episodes. I guess I started sometime in February or February, March or April in 2020, right as everything seemed to be popping off with all of the COVID pandemic, pandemic, scamdemic, call it what you will. It's been a wild ride and uh, super excited to have in, having done 100 episodes. Maybe someday I'll reach 2,000 episodes like old Tom Woods. He's about to celebrate his 2,000th episode. But it's been a phenomenal year. And in spite of all of the lockdowns and the sickness, and I got sick myself, my girlfriend and I, um, whether it, the symptoms were like what they say was COVID, and it was pretty intense. It was out of this world, really. Definitely felt like something that came from a, a lab. There goes the YouTube feed. But, uh, it, you know, it was a rough year in some ways, but in other ways, it was 2020 and now through 2021 has been the best time of my life and has been a, a great time for manifestation and success in both business, relationships, activism, my personal life. And today I want to share with you what I have brought into what I like to call the Live Free Academy Empowerment Philosophy, the Live Free Academy Empowerment Philosophy. We're going to break that down today. I'm also going to share a little bit about Live Free Academy, which is a new venture of mine that aims to help people in finding more freedom in their lives, living the good life, not just political freedom and opting out of the matrix, but freedom from anger and stress and all sorts of poverty, really freedom from not being able to live a life that you want to live because you have financial struggles. So we're going to be talking about all that and breaking that all down today. As you can see, we've got a nice new studio, lots of new things uh, right now. Just moved into a new house uh, on a 10 acre property. Super excited about that. I don't know if you've been following the podcast, but it's something that I've been talking about for a while. And if you notice, I talked about it well before we pulled it off as though it was a matter of fact, right? It was just like, we're going to be moving on to a large property. This was before we had the money for the deposit. This was before we found the place. It's a manifestation technique. It's, it's called the act as if, right? It's part of the law of attraction. We're gonna talk about that when we break down the whole empowerment philosophy. Hey, look at my good friend, Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center stopping by. Congrats on your 100th episode, JB. Love the new setup too. Hey, thanks, Michael. You got a nice setup yourself, my friend. I'm always inspired by your, your technical prowess. So we're going to break down the Live Free Academy empowerment philosophy. Let me just give you a quick overview of what it's all about. There's four components. And this is these are four things to be conscious of, four things to engage in, four strategies to be aware of if you are trying to achieve goals and greatness in your life. Again, it can be health goals, fitness goals, activism. That's the cool thing. I like to bring together this nexus of this success empowerment philosophy that I learned a lot about in my entrepreneurship. 
and merge that with the pursuit of freedom and living the good life, living free. Uh, there's all sorts of, you know, Tony Robbins and seven habits of highly effective people and all this great literature. And if more activists or at least more people that are concerned with the tyranny and the technocracy we face, we're facing, if more folks were to dive deep into these success strategies, I think we would really be able to manifest greatness in our lives. But then when we're all doing great stuff and achieving our goals individually, it'll collectively have this amazing effect where we could create the free society that we all deserve as, as free human beings. But that's that's a direction that I want to take my podcast. If you've noticed, been really harping on empowerment and believing in yourself. And we did the greater reset. And that was a big angle that I really wanted to play up because there's a lot of emphasis on solutions. Right? It's like an evolution. There's a lot of people that are still stuck in the problem. And they're like, let's research the problem and get all frustrated. And Klaus Schwab's going to take your property. There's no sense. And then there's this becomes this like overwhelmed defeatist thing going on. And then some people kind of evolved to where like, oh, well, maybe we should do something about it by getting involved in politics or we could join the Libertarian Party. That'll do it. We'll just play by their rules within their system. And there's more evolution where people are like, OK, well, what if instead of complaining or reacting to the problems, we seek solutions to those problems like growing our own food or getting off the grid? or joining the Freedom Cell Network and building alternative communities, right? Or defending yourself or getting away from your employer that wants to require a mask or a mandate, a vaccine mandate, or your kids are in school and you just, just feel so yucky that they're in a government school and you know they're being indoctrinated for this, that, or the other reasons or masking. And so what I wanna add is that next level of empowerment, right? Because there's all sorts of ideas and there's all sorts of solutions that get discussed all the time and written about and videos and doing stuff. But one thing that's missing for a lot of people is that little oomph, that just understanding of how badass we all are when people can really step into that power and understand that they're capable of great things and then have the tools and the strategies necessary to create those great things, then really the sky's the limit, right? I just thought of Jeff Bezos. Everybody's giving Bezos and Elon Musk a hard time. They're like, they could be feeding all sorts of hungry people with the money they're using for their space adventures. And it's like, what the hell are you doing to feed hungry people? If you're so concerned about Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, why don't you get off your ass and go volunteer at a food bank or something? That's what I say when I see those silly memes all around. All right, but let me just give you an overview of the philosophy. And then I want to share a little bit about some of the things that we're launching with Live Free Academy. And then we're going to break down each one of these four areas. I'm going to give you some specific, concrete takeaways, action items, tactics, strategies, and share some stories from my life and my experience that hopefully will be uh, informative and inspirational for you as well. So the four elements of this empowerment philosophy are one, mindset, belief, believing in yourself, having an appropriate mindset, an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset when it comes to money and wealth. The second is having the right strategy, tactics and strategies to be able to get from here to there, right? The third element is how you take massive action, taking massive action. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Somebody just posted a little spam to give you 40 BTC here. I'm gonna delete that. Delete comment, block user. Sorry, there's comments going on. I'd like you to participate and get the comments and I'll do my best not to get distracted when I'm in the middle of my flow. So mindset and then strategy. And then when you have the right strategy, the right goals, the right 
path, how to get from here to there, then you got to take massive action in order to achieve those goals. You got to go above and beyond what you believe necessary in order to accomplish those goals. And you'll find that not only do you accomplish those goals, but you exceed those goals, do some really cool things. Right. And then finally, to bring it all together and to make things more attainable, we work with other human beings through community, through relationships, through healthy relationships with your significant other, through building a team in your business, through building a cadre with the Freedom Cell Network. Everything that we want to do in our personal lives can be magnified and amplified when we work with other people. It really takes things to the next level. So that's really what it's all about. And like I said, this past year, I mean, I didn't feel, I never felt bad actually, but I could see how some people would want people to feel bad. But like a lot of people were struggling. And meanwhile, like financially with my business, I had the best year ever last year in spite of this pandemic, pandemic, scamdemic. And it's because going into these lockdowns and this crazy economic strife and all this fear factory, I already had the right mindset. I was already in a place of, of empowerment. I already believed in my abilities. I already had an abundance mindset, right? I'm going to talk about that more, but I trained my mind to be mindful when negative thoughts spring up in my head or when scarce thoughts like, oh, maybe I shouldn't purchase this product or maybe I need to do a smaller inventory order because the budget's kind of tight. I would be I would recognize that, be conscious of it and wash it away. And because I went into 2020 with that mindset, prepared to engage in massive action to achieve my goals. I had the best year of my life. And that but that year enabled me, put me in a position in order to put a down payment on a 10 acre property and do something that I dreamed of doing for the past 15 years or so. It's been a goal of mine. But it wasn't until all of this stuff kind of synthesized and I got my mind right above all else that I was able to achieve those goals. So yeah, man, it's really super cool and I'm really excited and I really want to share all of that with you. Now, at this time, I also want to invite you to check out livefreenow.show, livefreenow.show. This is our 100th episode. Can you believe it? 100th episode, a big centennial. I don't know if that's the appropriate terminology, but here we are. We're still on YouTube. I think I have two strikes. The last strike was because I had old Sayer G on here. This guy, Sayer G, is a total badass. Probably saying his name goes through some sort of algorithm where they translate it from speech to text, which was actually developed by DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, who's in bed with a lot of the vaccine manufacturers as well. But he's like, he's part of this dirty dozen that Biden mentioned recently and that they're responsible for killing all sorts of people. But whatever, we've done a lot of cool stuff. You can check out the podcast at livefreenow.show. I also invite you to uh, follow us and subscribe to the podcast, Google, Apple, Spotify. Now, something I'm really excited about, I just recently launched this new venture. It's called Live Free Academy, and we're covering a lot of the same stuff that you love to hear about on the Live Free Now show. But really what it's all about is working together in order to help you find freedom in your life, right? And there's three different focus areas that we're focusing on right now, financial independence and entrepreneurship, decentralization, cryptocurrency, and exit and build strategy, which is something I'm super passionate about. Exit and build strategy essentially is exit from coercive, monopolistic, unethical institutions. We exit from those slowly but surely, 
centralized institutions and we build the alternatives. We build the decentralized institutions. Cryptocurrency is the perfect example. It's like, all right, we know the central banking institution is, is wrong. It's responsible for all sorts of foreign wars of aggression. It enables politicians to create all sorts of terrible, terrible programs that make people dependent on the state. Think about social security, for example. I wanna see folks in the Freedom Cell Network and just free people in general really take care of the older generations. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to get property. So when my parents get old, they already are talking, my mom wants to move out there already, but when they get older and they're struggling to take care of themselves, I want them to be on my property so I can take care of them. And so I can teach my kids by example, what they ought to do when I get old and so on down the line. But we have this statist institution where everyone becomes dependent on the state to take care of them, right? It's wrong. So we need to exit that and build something else. With the, the central banking institution, some people are like, we need to end the Fed. We got to audit the Fed. Let's pass a bill, right? HR 20, whatever, one that Ron Paul was pushing. Those are great efforts. They're great education. But it's like, what are we going to do? How about we exit that institution and build something else? And that's what Satoshi Nakamoto do, did with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. It's a perfect example of exit and build strategies. Now, some people will exit and they'll go all the way. They'll exit to 100% agorism, like my good friend Derek Bros, right? His, definitely leading by example. But then there's other folks that maybe have children or maybe have a house or a 401k and they don't want to just op up and exit and not pay their taxes anymore or anything like that. So that's why we can, in addition to exiting and build, you can exit in certain areas of your life, the low risk areas. But in the meantime, we build so that we may exit. We build the strength in numbers. We build the institutions. We build the resilient agoras and economies of people participating and supporting one another. Maybe this mark of the beast system ends up coming into fruition. I don't know. And people are getting shut out of commerce because they don't have the vaccine or this, that, or the other. Well, we're going to want to have these networks in place where we can continue to do business, trade, have food, plumbers, whatever, caretakers, all sorts of good stuff. So that's exit and build strategy, decentralization, cryptocurrency, financial independence, and entrepreneurship. We did just launched a membership as well. Very much would love for you to take part in this membership. Super excited about what we have to offer. There's going to be multiple live sessions a month that members get to participate in. As you know, I'm doing these workshops. We just launched a workshop, cryptocurrency for beginners. You can go to CryptoBeginnersWorkshop.com. CryptoBeginnersWorkshop.com. I just bought the URL right before here. CryptoBeginnersWorkshop.com. And you can sign up for the workshop that's going to take place August 14th and 15th. Very much would love for you to participate. Another example of exit and build is like there's this massive transfer of wealth taking place right now. And money is being extracted from the people through the inflation tax. Right. A lot of people aren't familiar how this works. There's a hidden inflation tax. Learn about it from Ron Paul. And essentially to pay for all these programs, to bail out banks, to fund foreign wars of aggression, central banks create new money. Right. And that new money that's generated immediately goes into the coffers of big banks and big corporations. Well, as that money works its way through the economy, it essentially dilutes the value of everyone else's money. So these programs are being paid for essentially by taking from value from other human beings. And this is something we've been talking about for a long time. Old Ron Paul's been talking about it for a long time. And then Murray Rothbard before him and Ludwig von Mises before him, the Austrian School of Economics. But now it's really in people's faces. 
right? Because people are experiencing it at the grocery store. People are experiencing it when they try to purchase a home. People are experiencing it with the price of lumber and everything. And it's only going to get worse and worse. And so there's this wealth transfer taking place. And you're not, you didn't sign up for it. It's not something that you're choosing to participate in. Well, cryptocurrency gives people an out. In fact, if you if you aren't into cryptocurrency right now, you're doing yourself a great disservice because that wealth transfer is taking place and you have the conscious ability to choose which side of the wealth transfer you're going to be on. Because yes, money's being extracted through this inflation tax and it's going to pay for all these terrible, terrible programs and wars, right? But at the same time, this alternative has been put into place, cryptocurrency. And all of the smart people in the room are recognizing that this cryptocurrency has an opportunity to upend, to circumvent this monetary manipulation that's taking place. So I did a workshop a couple months ago, a few months ago, very comprehensive. You can check that out at cryptoandprivacy.com. We're doing another live workshop, August 14th and 15th. And you can go to cryptobeginnersworkshop.com to take advantage of that. The reason why I brought that up is because if you sign up for the membership on level two, you get to do all the workshops for free. Level one, you get 50% off on the workshops. You can learn about that at livefree.academy. That's livefree.academy. Or if you want to take part in the workshop, you can go to cryptobeginnersworkshop.com. I'm glad that I remembered what that was because I literally just signed up for it, uh, bought the URL. Okay, so let's get down to this four-part empowerment philosophy. And again, I, I want to reiterate, these four components this empowerment philosophy can be applied to any area of your life, right? So let's say you've been struggling financially, maybe live paycheck to paycheck. Trust me, I've been there. In fact, I was in total poverty when I had my kids. I used to like pridefully do the impoverished activist thing. And I was like, I don't want to make a lot of money because then I got to pay a lot of taxes to the government and that's just wrong, right? So I purposefully lived small and like traveled the country doing activism stuff, doing activism here in Central Texas. And then I had kids and it was like, whoa, these kids are expensive. And I was still broke and the electricity was getting shut off and we got, we couldn't pay rent at our apartment. It was rough. And we moved into a converted school bus, right? We upgraded the school bus. It later was a lot cooler, but in the beginning, man, it was, it was not good. That was the situation I found myself in. And at that moment, I committed to myself that I'm not going to let my kids grow up in poverty. They're never going to see poverty ever again. In fact, they're going to see just the opposite. They're going to see abundance and, and wealth. And that's the path that I'm on. But perhaps you're in that spot where and it all merges together, the financial life with the pursuit of freedom, because there's a lot of people that are like, I know that this technocracy is being put into place and I know that it's going to be rolled out most strongly in the cities, right? The smart cities. And, and people are like, I would love to get out of the city. I would love to build an intentional community. I would love to pull my kids out of government school, but I have this 40 hour a week job. I'm barely making ends meet, both me and my spouse work. And it's like people often find themselves in a position where they're not happy with what their life is like, right? And it doesn't have to be that way. I'm not offering some easy, magic switch or like press an easy button and voila, your life's all better and you moved out of the city and you pulled your kids out of government school and you're frolicking in, in the field of daisies with your freedom cell and everyone's happy. No, it takes a lot of work. It takes planning. It takes strategy. So whether it's financial, whether it's the pursuit of freedom, whether it's a, a relationship that's failing with family, with significant others, 
with all this COVID stuff, man, one thing that I think is is unfortunate is that a lot of activists are just. I'm not. I don't want to say that we shouldn't be taking what's happening seriously, but a lot of people take things so seriously that they damage their relationships with their loved ones. And sometimes you just got to accept that not everyone is ready to take the red pill and spend endless amount of time and hours researching stuff. James Wagner says, what's the URL again? James, if you want to check out the website for Live Free Academy, that's livefree.academy, livefree.academy. And if you would like to participate in the workshop coming up August 14th and 15th, you'll also be able to get the replay for 30 days after if you can't make it that afternoon. Then you can go to cryptobeginnersworkshop.com, cryptobeginnersworkshop.com. Okay, so let me just break down this empowerment philosophy. And when, when I'm sharing this, I want you to think about consciously think about areas of your life that perhaps you're not satisfied with, right? And it all begins with mindfulness. And one of the things that we can do with mindfulness is to begin with the end in mind. This is a wonderful principle. It's from The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, a great book, huge influence on me, revisit it all the time. It's really good. In fact, the first few habits are all about this mindset kind of thing but you begin with the end in mind. You create a vision in your head of what you would like your life to be. And you allow that vision to pull you towards an improved state of being, right? You can either be pulled towards something or you can be pushed away from something. And oftentimes when people focus on, oh, I, I just, I don't wanna be in poverty anymore, it's just so rough or, this relationship's just so bad and my partner's just so mean to me, so mean, right? When you're focusing on that, which you want to avoid, there's a tendency for you to manifest more of that. So rather than doing that, rather than running away from something or being pushed away from something, you, you allow yourself to be pulled towards something great, a financial goal, that home out in the country, uh, a thriving freedom cell community, for example, or a healthy relationship. And you, put in your mind's eye what that would look like, what that would feel like. You can do a vision board. This is a classic thing from a law of attraction. All these people are like, the law of attraction, that's all so hairy-fairy and hocus-pocus. And it's like, well, if that's what you think, then that's <laughs> going to attract that. And the law of attraction is still true. And you'll just deny it. And instead, you'll like be in this grunting, sad state where you're like, blah, 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 blah. I don't know digress. I like the law of attraction a lot, but the thing is a lot of people focus on the law of attraction. They're like, I'm just going to manifest a bunch of money. I'm going to sit on my couch and I'm going to think about money and abundance. That's why I like to throw in the massive action as the third component, because you can't just sit there and think about stuff. You got to take massive action, but the mindset's absolutely critical and a huge component of that. So yeah, come up with, with what you want your life to be like, what you want your relationships to be like. Envision a free society where people aren't coerced, where there isn't a massive police force that oppresses people, where there isn't this terrible, terrible regime of taxation that extracts wealth from people and uses it to finance these terrible coercive programs and foreign wars of aggression. Another huge component of, of mindset is mindfulness, right? C adopting mindfulness. And so what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is the ability to be in the present moment without judgment, without analysis, it's just being present in the now. 
right? There's this great expression. What was it? Folks that focus on the future are anxious and on the past, they're depressed. And those that focus on the present are at peace, right? There really is no other time than the present. It's like, that's the only time that you can exist in the present. But in our heads, we're always like, man, I can't believe I did that last week or just got in this fight and argument with my kid. Or you're like, I don't know what's going to happen next year or how are we going to make rent or what are we going to do? And you're like focusing on that negative stuff and you're just causing all sorts of anxiety and causes a lot of problems. So if you can adopt a sense of mindfulness, then you can be conscious of the thoughts in your head. So here's another huge component of the mindset portion, right? A lot of people, in fact, I would argue most people, they're carrying out a program, a program that's been inflicted upon them and they inflicted upon themselves as well. I mean, myself included, I'm not exempt from this. Nobody really is unless you like reach nirvana underneath the tree, like the Buddha. But people have been programmed and oftentimes their parents have a huge influence, right? I mean, we literally are our parents with the DNA code and all that stuff. But and in the environment that you grow up with your parents, the way that they talk about money, the way that they treat one another tends to be the way you treat your significant other relationships, right? Hopefully it was a healthy household, but if it wasn't a healthy household, the healthy values and, and habits are inflicted upon you as well. Maybe I wouldn't use the word inflicted and in positive sense that has some negative connotations, but everyone has this program that's been imparted upon them, right? And for most people, they just go about their day-to-day -day lives playing out the program without having any level of consciousness about it whatsoever, right? But if you can practice mindfulness and a great way to practice is through meditation, where you just sit and a great tool, a great tactic for that practice is to focus on your breath. It's always there with you. You don't have to go to the gym. It's just there. So you just sit quietly and you focus on your breath. All of your attention goes to your breath, the breathing. You're breathing in, you're focusing on that breath going in and how it feels going into your nostrils. And then you're you're exhaling, you're just focusing on that. Now, of course, there's gonna be thoughts that pop into your head, but when a thought pops into your head, a lot of people get frustrated and they're like, I just can't meditate. That's actually an opportunity for practice as well because when the thought pops into your head, you say, oh, there's that thought, you recognize it and you just wash it away, right? You can also do walking meditation. I couldn't do the sitting meditation thing. I, I mean, I should, right? Because it's probably like the most effective way because there's not really much going on. But I like walking meditation. We're just walking through a park or on a trail. You're just walking and you're paying attention to the walking. So you're like, feel the way that your foot presses up against the earth. Ooh, walking barefoot for walking meditation is a beautiful thing too. You hear the, right? And you focus on one thing. So it's like, I'm going to walk and I'm going to focus on the way that it feels as I walk. And that's what I'm going to be mindful of. You're practicing. It's, it's like meditation is practice for the big game, which is life. And it's like when you're meditating, you're like, okay, I got this under control. Or you're reading a book about mindfulness or how to be a good spouse or talk to people. You're like, okay, I could do this. This is great. But then in the moment we're all worked up and you're like, ah, that's when it's a challenge. That's when you're not mindful of your thoughts or your behavior or your emotions. And you're able, you're liable to snap. Right. So when you practice mindfulness in the moment, you can interrupt patterns and interrupt that programming. That's another one of the habits of highly effective people. The very first one was be proactive, not to be in a reactionary state. When you're programmed, you're reacting to the programming. When you're a true sovereign, 
So I like to talk about a sovereign mindset where no one else has authority over your mindset, but you, you're in control of your mind and your thoughts. That's true sovereignty. You can have political sovereignty, but true sovereignty is being in control of your faculties, right? Not being a slave to your emotions, but rather learning from your emotions. So the, the first habit is to be proactive. And this just great story of this guy, Viktor Frankl, who was a Jewish person in the concentration camps. And he used it as an opportunity to, to learn to be at peace. And he recognized that he can control how he feels. He can't control his external circumstances, but he can control how he shows up in, in regards to those circumstances. And he managed to survive through it all, even though he witnessed his family getting killed. That's pretty incredible. And so if this guy can do it, we can do it. And so Stephen Covey talks about this magical space between stimulus, like your kids mouthing off to you, your significant other saying something, me scratching the TV here. <laughs> you can't see it. We purposely moved it off site. But I scratched up the TV when we were messing with this whiteboard I'm going to be using. And did I freak out, Brad? We got Brad in house. We're going to have a Brad cam soon. Brad's this great guy from Oregon or Arizona, one of those guys. But he's now here in, in Bastrop working with me. Good man, part of the Freedom Cell community. We're going to have the Brad cam. He's going to be the producer. We're going to take your calls on the show. We're growing the show. But either way, I was like, ah, that kind of sucks. I was a little frustrated with myself. But the old John would have been like, God damn it. That's really what I said. God damn it. And sure enough, you know where I learned that from? My pops, right? In fact, I used to carry out a program when things would happen. I'd go, ah, and I would grunt. And then my daughter, when she was two, was grunting. And I was like, whoa, my dad passed that on to me. And now I've passed it on to my daughter. I got to get mindful with this. I'm not doing the grunt thing anymore, right? So there's that space between stimulus, scratching the freaking thing, or your son pouring water on your head, which happened back in the day. Lost my shit. But then he did it again like a week later, and I had an opportunity to reflect didn't lose my shit. I used nonviolent communication. That was a great moment. But either way, you got stimulus and then you have response. And oftentimes people just, the stimulus happens and they respond. It's just like a trigger. But there's this space, this magical area in between the stimulus and the response where we can have control over how we respond. It's through mindfulness that we can get there. And it's this mindfulness that is a critical component for us to be the master over that soundtrack that plays in our head. When we're not in control of that soundtrack, we can have doubts. We can have negative thoughts that aren't serving us, right? Abundance and scarcity is a great one. There, so I, I have two businesses, just launched a second business this year, right? 2020, 2021 have been great for me because I'm choosing for them to be great for me. And I'm creating that reality. But oftentimes I think about money. And for the longest time in my business, there was a large element of scarcity. Perfect example, I sell goods, Kratom, CBD, Delta 8, mybravebotanicals.com. And I sell through the products, the inventory starts to get low and I go to reorder. And sometimes when I reorder, actually all the time now, but it's, it's in the multiple thousands that I reorder, right? And when the budget was tight and there wasn't a lot of money in the checking account, in fact, sometimes there's really close to zero in the checking account, I'd be like, oh, I just can't place a big order. I feel like, ah, what if I get stuck with that inventory and I spend all this money and then I don't have the capital to pay for this and rent's coming up soon. Ugh, better just place a small order, right? That, that voice in your head's like, better not order a whole lot of Kratom, John. Because what if you don't have the money to pay rent or uh, the, the internet bill's coming up soon, right? And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got better listen to that voice. I just better place a small order. And then sure enough, a couple of weeks roll by 
and I'm out of one of the particular types of Kratom. And what is the result of that? Got to make a duplicate order. I got to contact the client. We got to apologize for not being able to fill the order. Sometimes we have to ship part of the order and then wait to ship the other order. And then we have a huge wall of invoices of unfulfilled orders waiting for the next thing to come in, right? And I finally managed through mindfulness to snap out of that stupid voice and say, you know what? No, I'm going to order what I need to order. And I'm going to take massive action in order to move this product because I'm not going to get caught in this trap where we have the invoices on the wall. My other staff person, Echo, can tell you all about that. And thankfully we haven't, in fact, we have one invoice on the wall. That was, that was my fault. But when we order the creative and the products, now it's like, I better get extra because I don't want to run out. And now because of the man, it's like, it's a manifestation. When you, when you, when you're in that scarce place, then you stay in that scarce place. But if you can break through that scarce place and quiet that voice, that scarce voice, you can really achieve some great things. So the mindset is the foundation being able to control that voice in your head. There, when you have doubt, oftentimes that doubt comes from someone else. Sometimes it comes from parents, comes from culture, comes from friends, comes from being bullied in high school or whatever. So you adopt mindfulness and you can interrupt that, right? And you start to believe in yourself. And then you start to have successes and those successes reinforce your greatness. And then you're like, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get even better at this. And then, the, and then your mindset starts serving you and benefiting you rather than holding you down and holding you back. Right. So mindset. It's the foundation of success. It's the foundation of greatness. Got to get your mind correct. Here, another example when it comes to freedom is obviously we have all sorts of terrible stuff going on, and there's this big technocratic surveillance state being created. And I've been an activist and a free thinker and took the red pill back in 2002. So I've had a nice 19 years to really think about all this stuff. And there's been a lot of different phases in my life. And there was the Alex Jones phase when I just jammed on Alex Jones all the time. I thought I was so smart and so much better than everyone, but I was all freaked out. And I was looking for conspiracies everywhere and symbols and the sign and all this stuff. And there's a lot of people that stay trapped in that place. And when they focus so much on the tyranny and the darkness in the world, then they have a dark world. Their world becomes dark, right? But I'm not saying to be naive and, and, and ignore the fact that there's this terrible stuff going on. But again, like I was talking about earlier, when you get pushed away and you focus on that, which you don't want in your life, then you tend to manifest more of that. But if you focus on the beauty and the freedom that's organically in our world and the spontaneous order and people harmoniously interacting with one another without some central authority dictating things, right? Or the free relationships that you have and the under the table business that you do here and the Agora that's growing all around us and all the encryption and the decentralized technologies. And you can focus on the censorship and, oh, they're going to censor my channel and I'm not going to be able to produce content. Maybe I should pull back and censor myself, uh, right? Or you're like, oh, wow, look at all these alternatives like library and Odyssey this blockchain technology, focus on that. You grow that, you be part of that. You'll find more freedom if you focus on more freedom in your life rather than just focusing on all the bad stuff. I tell you what. Oh, look, Philip's watching there. That background though, Philip's gonna help us out to make an even cooler custom background. So Philip's another doer too that took massive action to help us with the greater reset, doing a lot of cool stuff. All right, so mindset is the foundation. It all starts with the mindset. We got to get control over our mind. We have to leverage the internal 
soundtrack in our heads so that it benefits us rather than hinders us. All right, the next step is to adopt the right strategy, to have a good strategy in life. A strategy, how do we get from here to there, right? And in my activism for the past 10 years, 12 years, the focus has been like, how do we get from here to there? How do we get from a status society to a free society? How do we get from a technocratic surveillance control grid to one where people's privacy is honored and where we have control over our own money and our own information, our digital and physical lives. How do we get from here to there? You gotta have a strategy, right? You gotta have the right strategy too. Because as we talk about massive action, you could take massive action, but you don't have the right strategy. And it's like, where the heck are you going? It's like a car. Sure, you can hop in a nice Tesla or something. You're going 90 miles per hour, but if you take the wrong path, you won't get to your destination. Got to adopt a strategy. You got to be conscious of strategy. Am, am I acting in a way? Am I spending my time in a strategic manner that's conducive to achieving my goals? Remember back to the mindfulness. You, you focus on, you, 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 you do a thought experiment. What is my ideal life like? What's my ideal income? What are the things that I want in life? What are the experiences that I want in life? Write that shit down, man. Got to write it down. It goes away from just being some ethereal thing into something concrete and you focus on it. You write your goals down often, right? So you got to have a, a strategy. Here's a great way to think about strategies. Huge component of strategies is having goals, having goals in life. And again, a lot of people just carry out a program. They don't have this level of, of control over their life, right? If you're setting goals and you're reaching higher, and you're doing great things, you're like, you're in control, you're in the driver's seat. But if it's just like, I was conditioned to believe that I ought to go to college and get a degree and get a 40 hour work week job and have a relationship, eventually we get married and have a couple kids and work hard during the day in order to pay the bills. And when I come home, maybe we'll barbecue every once in a while, watch the football game on Sunday, and that's about it, right? And that's okay. I mean, in many ways, that could be a good life for some people. And there's a lot of uh, value and fulfillment and having a family and so on and so forth. But there's a lot of folks that want to do more. They want to change things. They want to change the world. They want to change themselves. They want to change things. They want to do big things, right? And I would challenge folks, even like it's hard to be comfortable these days when there's so many calamities and crises taking place. Like getting off the grid, we're going to try to get solar panels. My lovely girlfriend, Rebecca's watching Rebecca. I gave her a hard time because she's plowing forward with meeting with solar panel folks. And I'm like, Becca, I want to be part of the conversation, but I'm always working. And I gave her a hard time today. So I'm sorry, my love, but we're, we're moving forward with these solar panels things and the freaking solar panels are expensive and we want to get, uh, Tesla battery packs and stuff like that. But it's like to just have a cushy comfort life where it's just like, okay, you know, I'm going to make my average income here. And we're just, I got a house and this, that, and the other, you make yourself vulnerable in many ways, because who knows when a crisis or catastrophe is going to happen, whether it's a natural disaster, whether it's a snowpocalypse, whether it's a lockdown, whether it's someone getting ill, someone getting cancer, whether it's your parents running out of their retirement money and falling back on support from you, you like sometimes you gotta have a little bit of wiggle room there because 
crazy crisis and emergency happens. But I digress. In order to achieve these things, in order to break out of just that cushy, comfortable understanding of what life ought to be in the Western world, you got to set goals and you got to achieve those goals. Okay. So here's a great little methodology for achieving goals. You think about, you break down your strategy. Then let me share about a strategic plan, right? So strategic plan, it's all about strategy. I learned this from the mother of my kiddo. She got her master's in public administration and she does strategic plans for people. She taught me this strategic planning methodology and it goes like this. So you could do this for your organization. You could do this for your family. You could have a family strategic plan, you could do it for a relationship, you could do it for business, you could do it for your freedom cell. So it's a strategic plan. It starts with a vision, just like I talked about earlier. Vision is like what you want things to be like in your life or with your business. Vision is also if you accomplish all your goals and you fulfill your mission, what are, what are things like, right? So let's say, let's talk about the Freedom Cell Network. The Freedom Cell Network. Okay, so a vision for the Freedom Cell Network is a large number of like-minded individuals are peacefully cooperating with one another to fulfill their common wants and needs absent external coercive forces, right? That's like a free society basically said in a nice way. That's the vision. If we fulfill our mission with the Freedom Cell Network, we have a free society amongst ourselves. The status can do their thing and they can go do whatever, but we're gonna have these nice futuristic mega cities and all do all sorts of cool stuff. So like that's the vision, right? And then you have a mission. The mission is how are you aiming to achieve the vision, right? So the mission would be like, by creating decentralized peer-to-peer -peer small groups that cooperate with one another to achieve common goals, the Freedom Cell Network will help to empower individuals through the strength and numbers philosophy. Something like that, right? All right, so you have your vision, you have your mission, and then you have goals. So here's a goal. Uh, how about we have 2 million members? By the end of the decade, by the by, by 2040, we have 2 million members. Wow, that's a pretty lofty goal, right? Here's the cool thing about goals. I learned this from Grant Cardone, the 10X guy, the 10X rule, grantcardone.com. Great guy. Read the 10X rule. Oh, my God. Some people will be triggered by this guy because he's an absolute nut, but it's that nuttiness that makes him great. Uh, he talks about 10X. So you 10X your goal. You 10X your activity. This goes into massive action as well. 10X the effort. 10x the love, 10x whatever, 10x the money, 10x the income, 10x your goals. So let's say with the Freedom Cell Network, we have like 24,000 people right now. I haven't even checked on that number in quite some time. Freedomcells.org. Last I checked, there's like 23,000. All right, 23,416 people. You know, that's really pretty cool. Sometimes I find old posts or old pictures and screenshots and it's like, wow, we just reached 2000 people in the Freedom Cell Network. This is so cool. Now I have 23,416. So if we're goal setting for the Freedom Cell Network and we're like, what if we have a goal of, of 30,000? Wow, 30,000. That would be so cool. It's like, okay, 30,000. Yeah, that's cool. But does anything really change for the people participating in the Freedom Cell Network if we add another 7,000? It's not going to be that much of a difference. Perhaps there'll be more people for the smaller groups. Maybe it'll be easier to find people in some areas, but it's not very sexy. It's like, okay, 30,000. Yeah, it's cool. We could get there. Let's do it. But what if we were like, hey, we have 23,000 right now. How about we 10X that? 
Or how about if our goal was 30,000, why don't we 10X that goal to 300,000 people? Now that's like, wow, 300 like-minded, 300,000 like-minded people all looking to build alternatives to the statist and technocratic institutions. You got 3,000 people globally in the Freedom Cell Network. Chances are just about anywhere you live, there's going to be quite a few people, especially in a ma major city. Or break it down to the city of Austin. I would estimate that we have around 300 people in central Texas that are participating in the Freedom Cell Network. Whenever we do our meetings, we have anywhere between 40 and 60 people. There's a whole multitude of smaller groups all spread throughout the city. It's really freaking cool. In fact, we just held a Bastrop Freedom Cell meeting for Bastrop County. There's like six or seven of us. Old Brad, producer Brad was over there. Uh, so that was cool. But imagine, okay, so we have 250 people in central Texas. Like, wow, what if, what, let's, let's make our goal to get 300 people. I was like, what? 300 people? That's okay, 50 more people. Yeah, that's cool. I was like, no, let's 10X that. What if we had 3,000 people in central Texas? That's a significant amount of people. We'd be able to do a lot of cool things, right? So you 10X your goal, you make your goal bigger. And the cool thing is back to the polling, all this stuff is interconnected. If you have a huge goal of 300,000 people globally or 3,000 people in central Texas, that's not even that big when you think about it. I think we can do better. Let's just go ahead and bump it up to 30,000. Now we're talking, now that's 3% of the overall central Texas population. That's a force to be reckoned with. That would like, you got 30,000 people in one area and we're like, hey, let's take a poll, the group. What if we all stopped participating in this, that or the other? That's where you're like, you got 30,000 people. You're constantly bumping into people. We could have like a little bumper sticker with a Freedom Cell logo. And it's like, there's our people. Let's get each other's, oh, their car's broken down. Let's go support them. Let's go help them. Or like, you're not wearing a mask. They redo the mask mandate and you're not wearing a mask and somebody's like bitching at you or something. Chances are somebody's going to walk by and be like, hey, that's my people. You know, uh, what I want to say too, man, I don't know if 30,000 is the number, but you get enough people and you're all. withdrawing our consent to be governed and we're no longer going to participate in any of your mechanisms and institutions and machinations because we find them all to be unethical and frankly useless. We have no use for these institutions. Now we have enough people to where we're going to opt out. We're not going to pay the property tax anymore. And if you come try to take us away or do whatever, there's probably going to be like 200 people that show up or whatever. Anyway. That's where I always go with the freedom cell thing. But the point is, when you have this big goal, it's like really cool. It's like, wow, what would that be like? And then you also have to think, okay, 30,000 people here in central Texas, what do we need to do to achieve that goal? It makes you think bigger. Okay, we need to have bigger meetings. We need to eventually have a bigger venue. We should probably create some sort of phone tree so we can stay in touch with one another. Okay, we need to have regular meetings. Each freedom cell group, let's encourage them to meet once a week. All right, and then we have regional meetings here. All right, and then let's have this big event. Let's have some big speakers to drum up folks and get everyone inspired and motivated. Let's pull some money together. Let's find a sponsor and let's do a competition, friendly competition amongst the freedom cells. Whoever can grow their group large enough in the next two months gets this $1,000 worth of Bitcoin or something like that. I don't know. The bigger goals are more fun. And then the cool thing is, all right, our goal is 30,000. Uh oh, what if we only come up, what if we come up short and we only reach 50% of that goal? Well, then that's 15,000. Sure, a hell of a lot better than 300, right? So big goals, think big. That's a big part of the strategy. Think big to go big, go big or go home. All right, so you have your vision, you have your mission, and then you have your goals. Each goal has a series of objectives. Each objective has a series of action items. This is gonna be great when we get the whiteboard going, this exact moment. Objectives goals. Yes, we have a whiteboard. It's great. It's not ready yet. 
will be soon. Need to work on my handwriting, so you have to bear with us in the early days of the whiteboard, but we're going to be all right. Um, so the idea is when you achieve the action items, you do the action items, then you've achieved the goal or the objective. When you achieve all the objectives, now you've accomplished your goal. And when you've accomplished your goals, now you've fulfilled the mission and you've achieved the vision. It's just a way of thinking. You can write this all down. In fact, there's this great application that I use called Quire, Q-U-I-R-E, and it allows you to line things out like this. But you got to think strategic, come up with a plan, come up with a path, come up with, all right, phase one, we got to do A, B, and C. Then phase two, we're going to launch this, right? Like I'm developing a strategy for this Live Free Academy business. And sooner than later, I want to create a token that I reward to folks that sign up for the membership. And then, the, then they can trade the token amongst themselves to learn how to use cryptocurrency effectively. Then they can accumulate tokens for participating in workshops. And then they can use the tokens. They can give them back to the house in order to get a discount on the workshop, something like that, right? But I'm thinking about that. It's like, okay, strategically, I can't do that now because I would completely overwhelm myself. And then people would be like, the wallet doesn't work and blah, blah, blah. It would just be a customer service nightmare. It's like, okay, strategically, when does that come into place? Okay, that's like a phase two thing. Another thing, we were wanting to do an extension onto our house, but it's like, okay, strategically, maybe instead of doing the extension now, adding a master bedroom, we should first get the solar panels, the well, and water storage. Then we can do this bigger extension, right? So you got to think strategically throughout life for all areas of your life. Strategically, what you're struggling with your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, what's your strategy to fix things? I mean, oftentimes you got to fix yourself. You got to look in the mirror. Everyone's like, wow, it's them. It's them. It's this relationship. But really, it's just you. And sometimes it doesn't take two to tango. It just takes one person to cultivate mindfulness and nonviolent communication. And then it rubs off on the other folks. But anyway, all right. So mindset, strategy, and the third component. We don't have to spend too much time on this one because it's pretty straightforward. Massive action. If you 10x your goal, you have to take massive action in order to achieve it. Let me give you an example. Uh, this is something I struggle with actually, but I think I'm going to err on the side of just like total beast mode because <laughs> I have some big goals and aspirations. And uh, so sometimes I'm like, there's this group I'm working with, Autonomy Unlimited. Love these guys. Shout out to Joshua and the crew. And I like have these ambitious goals where it's like, we got to launch on Friday. We're doing a soft launch on Friday. And Joshua's like, oh, you know, why, why Friday? You know, man, that might be a little fast to launch, you know? And I'm like, no, we got to do it on Friday. We got to do it on Friday. So this was last week. We did this little soft launch to the Zoom video to the Live Free Now, Live Free Academy participants that did this last workshop. And I was like, we got to do it. We got to do it. But I was like breaking my back, not literally, but I was like exhausted working late hours till 10 or 11 to, to reach these goals, right? Goals, strategy. And I was like, maybe Joshua's right. Maybe I need to slow down. Why am I just going so heavy all the time, right? But then I, then I was like, you know what? No, because I got to get this done this week because next week I have this other ambitious goal that I got to do. And I got to get the landing page ready for this workshop because I have some affiliates that are expecting the landing page and some email marketing. I got to get that done. So I got to clear this out of the way in order to get that done so I can continue to do this. I'm going to the beach next week. I get it all done before that, blah, 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 blah. It's that massive action that has allowed me to achieve my goals, right? And it's, <laughs> believe me, it's been a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work and man hours. But when you take that massive action 
and you achieve your goals in a strategic way, you can do cool stuff with your life. Like we literally just a month and a half ago bought a 10 acre property. Now, mind you, the bank still owns a significant portion of it. But we do have a nice equity in it because we put a big down payment, but that was really freaking cool. And there's no way I wouldn't have been able to achieve that. Me and my girlfriend wouldn't have been able to achieve that. She's been taking massive action too. She like doesn't shut off. She has a, she's employed, but she has a commission-based sales job. That's a great tip. Like entrepreneurship is great. If you are to be an employee and work for someone, it's great to have commission. So I'm thinking like we need to get Brad on some sort of commission over here, get him on the phone, sell him stuff. Now we're talking. So she's been taking massive action, totally nuts, like blitzing nonstop. And it's because we both have been taking massive action for a significant amount of time that we've been able to achieve this huge goal. Right. And I got to tell you what, if we are to create a better world for future generations, it's going to take a lot of massive action because every time I drive past some massive monolithic high school or elementary or middle school, I'm like, man, we got our work cut out for us. They have these huge institutions all across the country where I don't know, 95, 98% of children are going to these indoctrination centers being taught to worship the president and that democracy is just the cat's pajamas. Um, it's like, we got our work cut out for us. We got to take massive action. And that's why you have folks like Derek bros, James Corbett, right? That are just this guy, Sayer G. They're just constantly working and moving the ball down the field, right? Again, how do we get from here to there? Total statism. Well, the other side, the other end zone is freedom. It's like, we got to make these steps so we can move the ball down the field. And we have our work cut out for us because in many ways we're outnumbered. We're certainly outgunned, but we have light, peace, liberty, and love on our side. All right. So you take massive, 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 massive action. Sometimes it's like, well, how am I going to, take massive action. I don't have any time. Right. But sometimes when you got to go back to the mindfulness, you got to say, okay, let me be a little more conscious about how I'm actually using my time. And when you start to adopt these big goals and ambitious goals, you necessarily have to shift the way that you spend your time. A great way. I know a lot of people, myself included, right? A lot of people spend a lot of time binge watching Netflix and shows. It's fine. Every, we need to rest. We need R and R. We need to enjoy life and just kind of turn off all the activity. But if you have goals, or if you're uh, in an apartment, or if you have your kids in government school and you can't afford the private school down the street that's in line with your values, sometimes you got to give something up. And one thing is to give up the so much leisure time. Another thing is to give up sleeping in. All right. You can wake up at five or six and get a lot done. In fact, you can get a lot done before everyone else has woken up. I've been waking up at 7 a.m. lately. I like to have nice, slow mornings. And so if I wake up late and then I have something to do, I'm rushed. I like to wake up, have my yerba mate, speak of massive action, drink 160 milligrams of caffeine to get me going. Although it's organic and half of the profits go to support folks struggling with addiction. I love these clean cause energy drinks. They're just the bomb. So I drink that, I check cryptocurrency prices, check some emails, do a little bit of reading. That's always, it's never fiction. I should read some more fiction, but it's always success, entrepreneurship, marketing, marketing, marketing. And then I go feed the cats, check on the property and I'm out. And I've had a nice hour, hour and a half to just kind of get in position to have a great successful day. A lot of folks are just sleeping in they're just chilling and there's stuff to be done, right? So if you have these goals, 
Sometimes you got to change the way that you live and how you spend your time so that you can take the massive action necessary. If you have a full-time job and they're requiring masks or they may require the jab or you have your kids in government school or whatever, or you, you're living paycheck to paycheck and you have this goal to get out of the city or whatever, you got to just find the time, the weekends, right? Who said you get two days off? Let's just got to do stuff. Let's go. Let's go, 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 go. And I like the whole work hard, play hard philosophy. So it's like work, 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 work. And then let's take the kids to Schlitterbahn and have a blast, right? Or let's go to the beach with my family and just check out while I'm going to take my laptop. So massive action is definitely critical to achieve your goals. And I hope that you all have big, sexy goals to do big, cool things, especially work together along with me and the Freedom Cell Network to build free society. All right. And then speaking of working together, the last component is to build community and work together with other human beings and to create a team. You have your goals in place. They are much more accomplishable when you are cooperating with other people and with other human beings. Case in point, as I've grown my business, there was a significant amount of time, well, throughout the whole history of the business, uh, this current, the current LLC that I'm still operating, I guess I started in 2015, right? So that's six years now, which is a success in itself. Most businesses come and go and fail. And I started second business just, I don't know, five months ago or so. So I originally just did it all myself, every single aspect of the business from the marketing to the admin, to the money side, to the shipping, to the packaging, to the customer service, to making the labels, printing the labels on a printer and hand putting them on there all myself. But you can't scale that way, right? You can't do it all alone. This is true for all sorts of different things. Back to having a relationship that's not the healthiest, healthiest relationship, sometimes you need to go to other people and get advice and support, right? Other human beings can help you to more effectively achieve your goals. And so whenever I hired someone, it was a total game changer for me. It's like, wow, now I have someone that I, that can, I can delegate to this, that, and the other, and I can focus on these things, the growing, the scaling, right? And just keep on doing it. Right. And then I hired a second person and now it's like, wow, look what we managed to build. Like this, all this cool equipment and these TVs and all this tech stuff. I would have had to build all this stuff. It would have taken away from this, that, or the other, it wouldn't have been growth, but thank goodness we have old nomad Brad, producer Brad, and he put all this stuff together and did a damn good job doing it and did it real fast too. This guy takes massive action, works really hard. And because of that, it allows me to scale my enterprises and to present more to you guys and to focus more on bringing more people into the fray and growing the businesses and bringing in more money so we can reach even more people, right? All this freaking equipment cost a pretty penny. I wouldn't have been able to do it if I didn't take massive action in some of these other businesses. And I wouldn't be able to do those other businesses if I didn't have the help of this group called Autonomy Unlimited, right? Autonomy Unlimited. They also do this great uh, course where they bring together a community and there's all these lectures that Richard Grove does, but that's people coming together, working together. And this Live Free Academy workshop that I did, it was super successful. It was in April, I think. April? Was it April or May? It was in May. It was May 15th and 16th. And I wouldn't have been able to do it by myself, but I worked together with this company that provides marketing support, and copywriting, and systems execution. And it was a total game changer for me. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're in business, you want to grow a garden in your backyard, the Freedom Cell Network is just the epitome of, of 
working together with other human beings to achieve your goals. That's really what it's all about. People are like, what's the Freedom Cell Network? Sounds extremist or whatever. It's just like, no, it's just like-minded people working together to achieve their common goals. That's it. That's all it is. In reality, we want to have a free society, right? That's really what it is. Hey, there's old Richard Grove there. Richard Grove's tuned in. Richard Grove's a total badass. We're going to be bringing him on the program. He's also going to be presenting as part of our Meet the Experts on Live Free, the Live Free Academy membership program. But the Freedom Cell Network, great story. There's this awesome activist named Lisa Bowman in Oklahoma, and she is uh, one of the organizers of the Tulsa, Oklahoma Freedom Cell. Well, they regularly get together and work on one another's gardens. And she had this great story where they, she had the crew over, it's probably like seven people or so, and they all built this big garden on the side of her house. And then afterwards they had dinner and drinks and relaxed, right? And if it was her doing it by herself or her and her husband, it would have taken multiple evenings, but they just knocked it out in like three or four hours. They brought people together. They did it. They kicked butt making something happen. Here in Central Texas, the Freedom Cell Network does perma blitzes. So it's like, we're gonna do a perma blitz next Sunday on so-and-so's property and everyone's part of this perma blitz cadre. And it's like, all right, well, we're all gonna go lend our strength and our sweat equity on this person's property. And they go do that, blah, blah, blah. And then the next week it's like, all right, well, I need help on my property. It's like all these people, right? What is it? Many hands makes for light work in every area of your life. And when you have the right mindset and the right strategy and you're taking massive action and then you add other human beings to the fray, that, my friends, is a recipe for success. So just to recap, the four different areas, four different components, four different strategies, tactics, right? The first one's the mindset. It's all about the mindset. Left off a story earlier about offices, right? There's this great, I'm glad I can remember this stuff because many years ago I lived in San Marcos and I was looking for an office to do my podcast, the Liberty Beat podcast. I was doing Sovereign BTC. I later started a cryptocurrency mine in this office and I convinced the landlord to accept cryptocurrency in exchange for rent and the electricity bill, which at some times was upwards of $2,500 for running all this equipment. I'm glad I didn't burn the historic building down. That would have been terrible. Um, but either way, so my good friend, Justin Armand, he's the guy that did Magic Mud. Him and, his, him and his wife started My Magic Mud and they took massive action and they had a strategy and they glued it to a global company. And in fact, if you see charcoal toothpaste by Crest or Tom's, all these companies, they innovated charcoal toothpaste. They created a subsector of natural products in the dental industry. Super cool. So we're going to look at these offices and he's my buddy there and he's there. And there's this huge office at the end of the hallway, huge office. And it's got three different rooms. And this little tiny cubby here and I'm going in, I'm all scared. Some my shoulders are hunked over. I'm looking at, oh, that'd be so great to have that office. But maybe you could get that big office and I'll just pay like a hundred dollars and I'll just get this little room over here. And I remember Jessica saying, no, John, you need to think bigger than that. You deserve better than that little utility room there off to the side. And I thought, yeah, you're right. You're right. So I signed a lease on a bigger office down the road, one nice hallway. But the thing was that first big sexy office, I just felt like it was out of reach. I couldn't possibly have that office. That couldn't be my office. I gotta have this little slither here, right? But sure enough, within three months, I switched to that big office because I adopted the abundance mindset. And what Jessica said stuck with me. She's like, no, you're better than that little office. You need to have an abundance mindset. Don't think small, right? Now, fast forward to about a year and a half ago, signed a lease on an office in Austin. It was two rooms. 
right? And so I had my office here. I would do little shows. That's when Live Free Now show started, actually. I was in that office and it was at my little desk. There was no studio or anything. And next door, we had the packaging of the Kratom, but we'd also ship the Kratom in the same room that we would package the Kratom and there'd be dust everywhere, all over all the computers and stuff, right? And so I was like, you know what? There's a building next door, another office. This one has five rooms, so from two to five. I think I'm, I have my sights on that room. I'm gonna go tour that room. Now, remember my girlfriend, she just recounted this the other day. She's like, you don't need that much space, John. This is too big. It's gonna be too expensive. How are you gonna be able to afford that? I said, trust me, babe, I got this. I'll be able to grow into this space. This is gonna be great. So I signed the lease on the spot. I had a whole studio room, had my own office with the view of downtown Austin. It's just when you have nice things, it just makes you feel like, wow, this is great. We can do this. Let's go. Let's go. Right. And like you give yourself room to grow because you anticipate growth because your mind's right. And you know that you're going to continue to grow. You don't make yourself small and try to fit yourself into a small little bubble or small little corner slither of an office. Right. And then I'll fast forward. We buy this property. There's this 750 square foot side house on the property. My mom calls it a casita. And I was going to move the office into that one room and have a little studio, have the desk. I was going to get like one of those little uh, little side, little warehouse, little shed kind of deals and put an AC on it and package the Kratom in there. It been rough. I was going to try to pack myself in there. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to find a place in, in downtown Bastrop. And that's what I did. And we bought this huge place, biggest office I've ever had, even bigger than the big office last time. And there's like a huge warehouse out back. It's super huge. It's less expensive than the one in Austin. And now we have this huge room and I was like, I'm going to get a giant room just dedicated to the office. We're going to build this badass office because I had that mindset to do that. Right. And sure. Sometimes you got to make leaps. It's like, okay, maybe I should order, maybe I'll order hundred kilos this time or screw it. Let's order 200 kilos. And it's like, that's going to be tough. And you got to make a leap, right? A leap of faith. But if you believe in yourself enough, you kind of just burn the bridges and you're like, well, shit, I got this big ass office. Now I better bring the revenue home to pay the rent. Right. Because I got no choice. I'm not going to get evicted. It's burning the ships. That's something I learned from Tony Robbins. Generals would go. They're doing battle on an island. They come over in their ships and the Navy comes over and they're like, we're burning the damn ships down. That means we have to win this battle because there's no retreating. All right. So mindset, 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 mindset. Then you have the right strategy. Got to have a solid path to get from here to there, a realistic path from here to there. Actually, forget the realistic thing. Just go big. You got to have something that's accomplishable. You got to have the pieces in place. When you're playing chess, you got to position yourself. For you got to think about the future. You got to anticipate change, right? You got to have a strategy. Goals. You got to set goals. Be mindful of those goals. Set big, lofty, sexy goals that will motivate you and pull you towards greatness. And once you've got your strategy in place and your mind's right, take massive action. More action than you think. If you need to clear out some things, consider shifting your priorities in life away from leisure, sitting around, watching TV. This is especially if you have pain points in your life and you're not completely satisfied. I don't know. Maybe some folks are filthy rich and they're just chilling. But if you're filthy rich and you've achieved that kind of success, then go work, make the world a better place. Spread the love around and do cool things, right? So right mindset, right strategy, massive action, and then you work with other human beings in order to help you achieve greatness and to have collective greatness. And that is the Live Free Academy empowerment philosophy. It's something that I've lived by for the past uh, couple years, past few years really, but really just started leaning into it heavy. And whenever I tapped into that abundance mindset, it totally changed the game for me. In fact, I can point to a specific point 
in my life. We were at Acapulco a couple Februarys ago, maybe three Februarys ago. And up until that point was like total poverty, still broke, just went through a divorce, right? Or just split up. The divorce would come later. That was another struggle, but I kept my mind through it, right? And there's, I'm in this divorced dads group, uh, divorced dads with kids. It's the saddest thing you ever see. And there's a lot of folks that like have these terrible things happening. The divorce is nasty and ugly, but then they come in there and they just sulk and they're like, ah, and they just blame it all on their ex-wives and they're not taking in responsibility and they're not feeling empowered to go fight for access to their children. Not that they should have to fight in the first place. And then there's other people that are like, they're like showing a before and after picture. And it's like, this is how I looked when I was married. My wife left me because she didn't think I was attractive. And then they're like, now look at me. And they're like all swole and happy. And it's like, and then people are like, geez, guys, you really got to, I mean, what's going on there? But I digress. I just got split up in my relationship. My relationship failed. That sucked. But instead of just sulking, I chose to use it as an opportunity for growth. Right. And then I met my new lady. And early on, we were, I was like leaning on her and it was like, Hey, can you put everything on your grocery? Can you put this on your credit card? We're going to go to pork fest. Let's put it on your credit card. I swear we'll make the money back working a vendor booth. Right. So you like spend $2,000. Some fools like to fly to a big conference. And then when they're at the conference, they go to Walmart to buy everything, the table and the tent and everything. Right. Sure enough, we made the money back because we took massive action, but it, we worked our asses off. But nonetheless, that was a position I was in. It, was, it wasn't attractive. I don't know why she was attracted to me in the first place, but I'm glad she was. And then I went to Acapulco and I was like, you know what? I'm done with this poverty thing. And another great story, we were, where are we, we were going to stay in Acapulco for, for six months, come back for Christmas. And it's like, where are we going to stay when we're down there? Let's rent a house. How about that big, sexy house on the beach that's literally a mansion a block away from the beach? Oh, no, that's out of reach. Oh, it's so expensive. Can't do that. No, how are we going to pay for that? No, instead it was like, that's freaking cool. I got a great idea. How about, I know the conference is going to be down there in Acapulco. How about I rent out rooms and beds in that house for 40 to $60? That can pay the rent. And then we can live in this amazing house. I did that. I didn't have to pay any rent. All of the rent was paid for and I profited. And on top of that, I rented the house across the street that was four stories and leased out for nights, for weeks, every single one of the rooms and beds in that house as well. And that's when it was like, whoa, I brought a ton of Kratom down, brought it in the backpack. The customs was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, that's Kratom. It's for personal use. It's it's a supplement. And then she opened up the next suitcase, totally full of kilos of Kratom. And I was like, that's for personal use as well. Then opened my backpack, pulls out a bunch of Kratom. But I slanged a whole lot of Kratom at the event, at the conference too. And it was like, ever since that two and a half or three years ago, I just hit this stride and really haven't looked back since then. And so I want to encourage you and share with you, like, if you just focus on these four components, I think they're four critical components. When you have all four of them in your life, you could really manifest some magic. So if you're experiencing life circumstances that aren't jiving with you, if you want more out of life, if you're feeling broke all the time, if you want, if you're concerned about technocracy, if you're concerned about the smart cities and you want to get out of the city, I encourage you to adopt the right mindset, come up with a winning strategy, take massive action. 
and work with other human beings. Speaking of someone working with other human beings, Electric Jiggy Janet. I run a Freedom Cell here in New York City. If any New Yorker would like to join us, please search the Freedom Cell Network. The whole truth, knowledge is our resistance. New York City, come be a part of our support. Well, thank you, Jiggy Janet, for sharing that. In fact, I notice you oftentimes, and you're always promoting your group, and I really appreciate that. You're a wonderful marketer, and you are taking massive action to have people join your group. So I salute you, and I hope that your Freedom Cell group is super successful and grows immensely and keep doing what you're doing. Electric Jiggy Janet. I love that name too. All right, folks, before we let you go, I just want to encourage you once again to check out livefree.academy, livefree.academy, where you can find current uh, courses on cryptocurrency workshops. You can take the course that we did back in May. It has over 17 hours of content. Pretty, pretty comprehensive. Uh, we have workshops, courses. There's a membership program. Very much would love for you to be a part of it. We already have some members and we're going to be building a community. There's going to be a monthly Meet the Experts session coming up on July 30th. I'm going to give you direct access to Paul Puy, who is the head of Edge, the Edge wallet, one of these great cryptocurrency wallets. So he's going to spend some time with us and we're going to ask questions. He's going to teach us about wallet security, all sorts of good stuff. We're going to have the guys... Uh, Lutz from Pirate Chain is going to join us to talk about privacy and security and opting out. Uh, there's two different levels. Go to the website to check it out. That's livefree.academy. Every month I'm going to be doing a Zoom session. These will probably go two, three, maybe even four hours. Uh, I'll be doing tips, tricks, and strategies. So it'll, a lot of the stuff we talked about, what I talked about today was the philosophy that I'm going to utilize in order to help empower people to find more freedom in their lives. We're going to talk about financial independence, entrepreneurship, cryptocurrency, decentralization, and exit and build strategies. There's a membership program I very much would like you to be a part of. I'm also doing some one-on-one -on -one consultation. If you've got some one-on-one -on -one time with me, I helped a couple that was thinking about moving out of their tyrannical state to a more free state. I uh, just spoke with them earlier before the show, actually. They were very satisfied with the consulting. So I'm here to help you guys to find more freedom in your life. been doing this for 20 years. I've managed to find some pretty cool freedom in my life. And I, I definitely want to share what I've done to get here and, and help, help you answer some of the questions and kind of formulate a plan for yourself. And then finally, if you want to learn more about cryptocurrency, if you want to be on the receiving end of the largest transfer of wealth that's taking place in history, you can take this workshop. You can go to CryptoBeginnersWorkshop.com. CryptoBeginnersWorkshop.com. We're going to be doing it live August 14th and 15th. If you can't make those dates, you'll have 30 days access to the workshop material cryptobeginnersworkshop.com. We're going to take this one really, really slow, break it down, super simple. Not going to be any fluff, not going to be any history. This is going to be just the basics, only the information you need to learn how to buy cryptocurrency, how to hold cryptocurrency safely and, safely and securely, and how to transact in cryptocurrency. I'm also going to teach you some of my winning strategies on how to analyze and evaluate altcoins, we're going to talk about private cryptocurrency, how to purchase cryptocurrency without the government knowing about it, how to send cryptocurrency in a way that no one can track and trace where that cryptocurrency is going. Lots of cool stuff. Again, you can take part, get your ticket today at CryptoBeginnersWorkshop.com. That's CryptoBeginnersWorkshop.com. Let me help connect these folks. Serena Gagliotti says, 
Electric Jiggy Janet, I'm in East Hampton. How can I connect with your group? I'm on Freedom Cells, but not anyone near me. If you're still on Electric Jiggy Janet, this is your chance to respond. If not, uh, you guys can probably still find each other in the chat. So you can also message one another on YouTube or maybe y'all are on Telegram. There's a New York City Telegram group there. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hadn't done a podcast in a while. We were waiting, getting this amazing studio all set up. There's more to come. This is the hundredth episode of Live Free Now, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. I'm John Bush, and I'm out. Peace and freedom. Bye.